Everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports. This is the Way West Stand, and we're joined as always by Rhett Conway. Rhett, how you doing? I'm doing good, Brian. Doing real good. I bet because Arsenal today, mere hours before recording, notched a 4 0 win over Everton to remain atop the Premier League. Rhett, what'd you see out there? I, th- this is a big game. This is a really big game. Um, We've been talking about having a game in hand over City forever. This was the game in hand. This was the game that we had to make up, and now it's no longer a ethereal, mystical, maybe three points. It is a guaranteed three points. As Hawk Harrelson would say, you can put it on the board, yes. Um, I saw a much more dynamic Arsenal team. It took 40 minutes to get the first goal, and... You know, I'm not going to lie. There was a little bit of that creeping doubt of, oh, my God, Everton's going to do this to us again. I don't understand. Uh, but once we did, it, there's just there's a dynamicism to this team that was missing. I think Trossard has done a wonderful, wonderful job. I love him and Martinelli flip-flopping up top. They're fast. They can both dribble. And it's funny because I say that Saka's dribble has more success for dribbles than anyone else in the league. And we always talk about Trossard and uh, Martinelli being the dribblers. But well, once we got that first goal, you knew it was going to kind of open up a bit. But just four really, really well-worked team goals. Martinelli with a brace. It's a wonderful thing. Little, Still a little bit too open on defense. Didn't love that. Um, we are clean. You know, we have a clean sheet by the skin of our teeth. Ramsdale had a couple desperation saves, but at no point were we looking like we were going to lose this match. Yeah, and I mean, sometimes you just need the goalie to step up like that and preserve the shutout uh, for the goal differentials, as we were talking about before we came on the air. Um, so you said a little bit about how this was the game in hand. This was the game that they needed to play to figure out where they stood in relativity to Man City now 60 points to Man City's 55. Rhett, how are you feeling at this point in the season? I I don't good. I, we can't not be good. We're definitely good. Uh I know you know because you're a Dolphins fan. It's just like you keep waiting for the other shoe to drop. And that's not necessarily oh, yes fair from an Arsenal historical standpoint. That's fair for the last 10 years plus. But this year, I mean, just starting to believe, I think we're really going to do this. We're through our February lull. We're still five points clear. Um, City hasn't gone on one of their raging 15, 18, 20-game streaks of points that they do. They have a lot of UCL they got to deal with. I understand we have Europa, but I... We're five points clear and a win today like that. We have Bournemouth on the weekend. I'm not saying that's a game we're going to 100% win, but it's a game that we should 100% win. Feeling really good. Yeah, as, as you said, uh, Bournemouth is uh, 19th, so tied in points, but goal differential worse than every We have almost 40 more points than Bournemouth. <laughs> almost 40, so... so. Yeah, nothing's ever assured, but I do feel like in sports like soccer, sometimes, you know, you can have a better feeling, right? There's there's certain sports where it's just like, okay, I'm confident in this, you know. I, I feel like on a sliding scale, football, the worst for that. Uh, anything can happen. And then, like, 
probably basketball's the most like generally most likely the better team wins each game. Yeah, uh, so you just reminded me of an article I wrote. The sport with the most randomness built into it is hockey. Hockey. All right. Football is not that far behind. And then there's also baseball. But baseball, you just play so many games that at the end of it, you probably have the best team. Right. Yeah, that's something I like with um, baseball, especially. You know, any any sport with, like, a longer – playoff thing you lose like the excitement of oh do or die but you at the end of the season yep can pretty much yep. say yeah this is probably the best team and that's how it really works you know they yep. have they have it by points so by the end of the season you're like yeah this is the best team and hopefully Arsenal's going to be that this year yeah that's one of those things that people say oh they don't have playoffs it's so boring believe me there's nothing boring literally every match feels like a do or die match it is insane <laughs> Yeah, especially with like you know a bunch of competitive teams at the top like this season, is, you know, is intense. But uh, so did we get to talk about the Leicester City uh, game? Nope. That, that uh, game happened one. on the weekend. Yep. All right, let's go back in time, February twenty fifth. Talk a little bit about Arsenal's one 0 win over Leicester City. <sighs> this match, this a lot of people were worried because it was a one 0 when to, you know, like you said, to Leicester and all, oh, we got to be doing better than that. This really should not have been a 1-0 win. I, I understand. Our, first of all, their expected goals were 0.02. That's pretty close to a shutout. As you're going to, I mean, complete shutout. Our expected goals, 0.66, that, mm, that doesn't sit right with me. Penalty, a very clear penalty was missed on Saka. That... The goal that was ruled out by Trossard, by the the foul on Ben White, that that to me is very soft. I this match very easily could have been three or four nil, and I was very I, it was it was a hard fought win. It was the kind of win, dare I say, that champions get. You know, it's one of those. It just we could not get our feet under us, especially in the first half. You know, we had that one, and even then, that was a kind of ping-pong bounce around the middle in the box, and then Trossard's able to put it into the corner. Um, but the way we came out in the second half and started it, that Martinelli goal, it was, it was 50 seconds into the start of the half. You come out, you put your foot down, you do what you got to do, and then we made sure that they never came close to scoring. I was very happy with it. Yeah, and you know, like you said, they're they're 14th, but you know, they're they're probably not a terrible team, right? This year, they're not. They're quite bottom of the league. They're, they're close, but they're not quite. No, there. no. And uh, if it wasn't for Chelsea and Liverpool being as bad as they've been this year, um, mm-hmm. people would be talking about Leicester's fall a lot more. Leicester's a much better team than they've been playing, and quite right. frankly, how Brendan Rodgers still has a job, I don't know. <clears throat> Oh, man. All right. And then up next after Borough, we have the Arsenal versus Sporting in the Europa League. Do you want to talk about that at all? Uh, Yeah. Um, So for people who do not follow the Portuguese League, they are not doing great. It's still Sporting. They're still a very historically good team. Um, That being said, they are really, really not happy that they drew Arsenal. Um, I just got done talking on Swinging at Shins with Aaron. 
check it out. We're going to be releasing same day as this, I believe. Uh, the Europa League kind of stacked this year. There's there's a lot of teams that dropped into it. I mean, in the play-in for this round, Manchester United had to beat Barcelona. There's a lot of really good teams in uh, the Europa League, so not not going to take it easy. Um, do not love the twelve forty-five start on Thursday. That's awful. Do not love that. Yeah, I can't get out of work day. that early. Mm-hmm. That's that's rough. Um, yeah. World Cup vibes uh, yeah. start times. We're, we're going to have three tough games in a row after Bournemouth. Sporting away, Fulham away. Not looking forward to Fulham away at all. And then Sporting at home. Um, it's it's Europe. It's always tough. Cup ties are very close to do or die. And it's one of those you want to beat them, but you want to beat them while being able to rotate the squad. And you don't want to end up having to go into extra time or pens or any of that. It's hard to really get right. And it's hard to get right with depth. Um I think we're going to really see how interested Arsenal is in going after Europa League. I've talked about it a bunch on the show. I don't know. You never want to lose. You never want to go out and say, okay, guys, don't worry about it. We're going to lose. It doesn't matter. It's fine. But, I mean, Opta in 538 now have Arsenal as odds-on favorites. Maybe not Opta. Yeah, we just got done talking about how Opta still doesn't. But five thirty-eight now has Arsenal as odds-on favorites to win the Prem, and I feel like you just gotta you just gotta go for it. And that means we rotate guys, and if our rotation isn't strong enough, then we get to go to the board, the Cronkies, and say, "Look, we need more guys still." <laughs> right. Cronkies <clears throat> um, is not as especially popular in some of the online circles. I'm in. If if anyone has followed me through my Overwatch League reporting days now to uh, in writing days. Not to hear the, uh, you know, I guess their focuses are elsewhere. You know? And why would it be in the Overwatch League when they're on? The if you if you league? have a tech related job, there is a ten percent chance that you've been fired. Yes, yeah. I think it really is just that simple. Everyone firing, everybody firing out here. Yeah. So that's um, especially tough for esports in general. Yep. yep. Also, and I'm not, I don't know a ton about it, but that team wasn't exactly setting the world on fire. Yeah, we got it. Yeah, they're not. Or uh, the Valiant. I think the, well, it doesn't matter. Whatever they are. Yeah, whichever one. Uh, I'm, I'm all in on uh, my Boston Uprising. So. But uh, yeah, anything else that we didn't cover that you wanted to talk about today? Uh, Party came back today. He played the second half. I'm hoping that that was just a we want to get him minutes and not Jorginho who picked up a knock. Um, but he he's back. He looked a little shaky defensively in the very, very beginning, but then he looked pretty solid. He had a wonderful over-the-top line-breaking ball that Eddie probably should have scored on today. And he didn't. Um, and Gabriel Jesus is back training with the first team. The hope is that he will be back mid-March. I'm hearing before the international break, the international break – is uh, starting after Sunday, March 19th. If we're playing really well, I wouldn't be surprised, and especially with Trussard rotating in a lot more now. Eddie's not having to play every minute of every game. I wouldn't be surprised if we hold on to him just to make sure he's healthy. But when he's back, I absolutely think he gets slotted right back in. The work he does off the ball is immense. It is so, so 
good the space he creates the passes he makes he knows when to come back he knows when to move he knows when to pull a defender out yes i eddie's been scoring goals absolutely i love eddie but i think that jesus just slots right back in all right and and for anyone wondering or anyone screaming it is gladiators uh that that crocky bones but uh anyways brett uh what a name yeah the LA Gladiators. Do you want to plug Swinging Shins, give it a little tease for that before we get out of there? Yeah, so if you like this show and you like the Villa Villa, Aaron and I do another show called Swinging at Shins, all about all the Premier League stuff that we don't get to talk about here. We talked about how bad Chelsea are. It's like our favorite topic. We talk about is Liverpool going to actually get back into the top four? It's looking a little more likely every day. Uh, we talk about the bottom half shakeup. He called it a shakeup. I don't really think it's a shakeup. I've been kind of picking these three teams to go down for a while but yeah big episode coming out same day as this be sure to check it out links are in the description below awesome go check that out and as for everything else where we're getting good sports on pretty much every social media you can find us Rhett thank you so much for your time thank you Brian we'll see you all in the next one